it going, Rick? What's going on, man? What's oh, happening with you? Decent, decent, man. I'm all right. This is when the week. Been a great week, uh, personally. And it's oh, uh, always good. It was nice to have Champions League back. That was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> Champions League back, listening to that anthem. I'm assuming for you it was great. It's been it a long fantastic. time missing. But yeah. uh, no, to be fair, it was decent. It's been a good week. Personally, football being on, things going well for me, man. So yeah, a lot of good. football. A lot apart of football, from I got sure. caught on the drain twice, <sighs> shorts and t-shirts. West Ham was today, taking the bins out, just went... Heaven's just open. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, you've heard that song, Drenched. right? You've heard that song. Do you like pina coladas? Get caught in the rain, bro. That's, well, come on, man. You know, you've got to live the dream, bro. You've got to live that, the dream. Yeah, no, hopping and skipping all the way back. I can see it happening across <laughs> them puddles. Do you know what I mean? Going that's for exactly a swim. what it was. My toes are going for a swim. That's what's going on. Uh, but no, it's good, man. That's that's good, obviously. You know, good yeah, have you been? You've been good? It's been all right. It's been all right. Can't complain. Can't complain. Um, can it, can it? Yeah, I mean, look, we're all right, we're alive, we're breathing, you know, we look forward to another day, so you can't really complain when you look into wow, the... it's going that way, is it? It's the biggest... Sca- yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Is it going that gonna, way? I'm not starting, I'm just, gonna, just give me one second, let me just get the uh, intro going. All right. Bring us in, fella, bring us in. That's my neck stretching right there, I don't even get to hear my neck. Right, good. All right, there we go. Welcome to Tash Mike, guys. How you doing? Hope you're well. Thank you for being here, as always. I'm just going to have to do it like that, Rick, because I built it up too much. Sure, so it's straight away. Yeah, that's there. it. That's it. And, do you know what I mean? It's, it's the title. It just demands short, sweet, to the it point. Has to. It has to. Tash Mike, guys. guys. It's like Tash Mike. You know Where what? They're all at? three. They're all a syllable each. Do you know what I mean? So you can't oh, prolong that. How can exactly. you prolong that? You know what I mean, it. I'm not singing tell your it. Friends. Yeah, exactly. Tell your friends about it. I'm not singing it. Don't Partner, tell your friends about singing it. Your family. No, no, not the singing. Just touch my guys, you know? You're not even wasting that much breath. Like my man Larry said. It's three syllables. Three syllables. The whole thing. Three, three syllables. Just touch my guys. Exactly. See? Hey, have you listened to Tash Mike Guys? It just rolls I off the tongue. I recommend you listen to Tash Mike Guys. Rolls off the tongue. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and by the way, for any razor companies out there, if you want to sponsor us, then we are the Tash Mike Guys. <laughs> How about that? Gillette. <laughs> Any any of them, it doesn't matter which one. All right, give me Harry's or something. Electric okay. razors as well. Yeah, that would. Oh yeah, Harry's sustainable. Harry's. I like that. Yes. I'll go for oh, Manscaped. My guys, yeah, you get you're listening. You're listening. You're listening. I'm just. This is the only time we listen, though. Yeah. For after this, it's only sponsors. Yeah. This is just some of the few that are out there. Obviously, I don't want to mention everyone because we'll be here for a long time. We'll so, but everyone, while. anyone yeah. doesn't matter. Wilkinson's own, not the Wilkinson sword. Wilkinson's own razors. I don't mind. Is Wilkinson's still going. That's a, that's still a thing. That's still a thing. Is it? Yeah, I think I don't, I don't think it's reached the northeast yet. Like you know, with the whole closing down. You know? Oh right, okay. So it's still it's, it's still, still going strong up top. Still a wave. Yeah, I think it's sort of getting caught up in Leeds and not going any further than that. But you know, it is what it is. Anyways, look, sponsors. Basically, we're trying to say is any of them. It doesn't matter. All right, just get in touch, man. Get in touch, Rick. Right, no, that's enough. That's enough of the intro. I think that's, that's enough of the. <laughs> Admin side of things. Admin side of things. Yeah, we've got to take housekeeping. You know, you said it that's last it. time. We've got to, housekeeping rules. That's what it is. So, you know, Tash Mike, guys. Our Tashes are touching the mics. Mine's touching the uh, the form right now. And it's good. It's really good. It's actually getting a bit annoying, to be fair. But anyway, Rick, forget all that. Champions League was back on. Great to see it. Obviously, for me, it's doubly special because, you know, my team hasn't been there for seven years, eight years. Yeah, no. six, seven, I think it was. I saw a picture today of... Uh, of uh, last time you guys were in the Champions League, uh, Sanchez, yeah, Ox, Ramsey, 
all of the all Jack, the great, uh, Mustafi, all the Mustafi, <laughs> Mustafi at the back was it Mustafi? Mustafi, Mustafi uh, was the other guy, the Greek guy, the uh, Socrates. He was yeah, probably there. yeah, yeah. He was yeah, on the left yeah. back. Last the manager Giroud at the top. Giroud, my boy. Giroud, my boy. He yeah. left us. He won the, he won the league. So well, he won. He won, won the league. Won the Europa. Won the won Champions. Some. To be fair, I'll be honest with you. Who did he leave you for again? Doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about. That's a different topic. That was two seasons ago, bro. Like, let's just move on from that. But. Obviously, I don't know if you watched any of the matches, but we're definitely going to get into Arsenal. Um, I watched one. I watched one. Which one did you watch? Um, let me guess. Hold on. Let me hold on. Mm, Salzburg. Mm. No, wait. I'm not feeling a Salzburg. I'm feeling a Man United versus Bayern Munich. No, to be fair, I watched Basel. If <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> all right, folks, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Yeah, just, no, I thought I'll watch it for our listeners in Switzerland. I thought they want to hear how their teams Brilliant. are getting on. Now I'm trying shit. Uh, to be fair, the ones that I watched, yeah, you're right. Man United. Uh, Bayern is the one that I watched. I was trying to flick through Arsenal one, but I thought, oh, I'll give him 20 minutes, see if it warms up. And I think by that point, you were 3 0 up. I was like, nah, it's no point watching this match. Yeah. It was 2 0 up or at that two point. 2 0 up or something. Yeah, it was something still like good. that. I was like, you know what? There's no it, point watching this. It was, do you know what? But I mean, you started, obviously, let's just jump straight into the Man United Bayern, Bayern game. I, I started watching a little bit of it, obviously, after Arsenal were just totally dominating PSV. Um, yeah. And I started watching a bit of the Bayern Munich game. And obviously, you know, you, you, I'm watching it. It's 2-0 Bayern. I'm like, all right, yeah, it's what we were expecting. And then it's 3-1. And then it's 3-2. Then it's 4-3. And I'm like, wait, what happened in this game? Like, you know, what? where did where did, where did what, these goals come from? What? But yeah, Casemiro, obviously, with two goals at the end, it, it, I would really say saving it's, it. It's, uh, it's, no, I wouldn't use that word neither. To be fair, the scoreline flattered Man United. I think Rio mentioned that same thing. As soon as I saw the scoreline as well, because I have a Man United friend of mine. I'm sure we've all got Man United friends, and I, but like Geezer's who I play usually. Sorry, no longer friends of mine, by the way. No longer friends of mine. <laughs> all right, okay. The end. But not there yet with him. But uh, yeah, I messaged him and I was like, hmm, what did you think? You've lost like three and three, conceded more, over three goals in three match, last three matches in all comp and uh, he was like oh yeah and no, I was happy with that result I was like what were you watching bro like were you watching the same game that the rest of us saw like what game were you watching sorry which result was that exactly <laughs> we're talking about the Bayern game <laughs> the Bayern you know he said he was happy with the result I was like did you not see the what I saw and he was like yeah but you know it was a happy result Bayern is a, a good result Bayern's a good team and so on I was like they were looking, right? I watched the match. Onana made a silly mistake to concede that goal, and I'm happy it could silly. not happen to a better bloke, to be fair, because I think he's so cocky. He's come out with these, and okay, that's him and so on, but uh, yeah, just something about him I don't like. And then, um, yeah, the goals on Man United's call were just pointless. Like, not pointless, they were goals, but um, luck. The only Consol- way I could describe yeah, it. Consolation like, goals, you know, really. Yeah, it? but it's just the way the things that just fell to them. Like, and it wasn't like they made their own luck, and it wasn't like, as you know, sometimes I say, I've said it many times here. Oh, you make your own luck. You try this and you try that, and then eventually it'll fall for you. Man United, like, we're just lucky. Just the ball just seemed to have fallen to uh, Casemiro, and, was, and I think by that point, Bayern switched off as well. To be honest with you, that they were dominating the whole game. 10, 15 minutes, or until that first goal went in, maybe okay, they weren't dominating. But second half, it was just Bayern. By oh yeah, just unbelievable. There was the young boy, M- M- Musiala, 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 different yeah. class, yeah. different, different class. He was unbelievable, quick trickery left foot right foot dropping the shoulder here ah oh, 
and against like an uh, and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An experienced midfield for Man United, yeah. Cass, Bruno, do you know, and then even their defenders like Martinez, World Cup winner, couldn't get close to this kid. Can we stop saying he that was, when, when we mention Martinez, please? Exactly, but you you kind of that is the title effectively. Same as when we say Enzo, same as when we say McAllister for the teams that like sure. that we have, and do you know what I mean? It's just like they are World Cup winners, regardless whether the World Cup was fixed and blah 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 conspiracies. But he is and. This guy just made him look bang average. Honestly, this kid was buy and work quality. Buy and work quality. They were passing the ball. They were moving. They were quick, sharp. Everything I wish Chelsea was. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. I mean, obviously they've they've been together for for quite a bit. The Bayern players and um, just looking at some of the stats. To be fair, and, and there's no real surprises here. And you know, expected goals two point seven, two point seven three expected goals. So again, they could have just gone more and more. But I feel there's a meme that went around that's uh, that said Bayern were that good that they injected new life into Man United just to go beat them again. So, and I, I, I cracked up because that, I thought I, I thought that was hilarious because even though the scoreline is four three, like you said, it flatters Man United because you know it just it. I don't even know how they got the three goals unless the keeper was sleeping. I, I don't know what Ulrich was doing. Oh, is it Ulrich? Yeah, it's Ulrich, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't understand. I mean, lapse of concentration, which probably doesn't bode too well for Bayern, to be fair, because you know if they come up with with better against better opponents, then you know they need to really just keep keep it tight. There was no, there's no reason for this to be four three. No, there's really what they honestly they really weren't like. That's what I'm saying. Sticking yeah. to the stats, sixty percent to forty percent possession, Bayern's favour. Nineteen shots to nine altogether. Nine on target for Bayern, four for United. It's, Corners seven yeah. to three. Fouls were equal, but like if you look at that, they kept the ball. They had all the shots. They had all the majority of the corners and you just think to yourself like come on bro like they were all yeah Man United were just meh when I say meh yeah. I describe it the same way as I used to describe Chelsea last year some games this year just no clue there was no tactical awareness no tactical uh, idea no execution of any ideas no. it was just Bruno was shocking yeah. McTominay came on I think his 70th minute mm-hmm. Lost the ball 10 minutes later. This guy was jogging back, bro. Like, he was jogging back. He lost the ball. And you're trying to look for an equaliser or trying to get a next goal to spur your team on for the final stages of the match. This geezer was just like, nah, I've lost it. It's okay, I'll jog back. There's no fight in that team. And then you've got to ask questions. What's going on behind the scenes? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, obviously, we discuss discuss United like we discuss uh, Chelsea, to be fair. And... Because because they're at a stage now where yeah all right fair enough transition we've said all that boring words, but at the same time I mean you're going you're going up against Bayern and fair enough obviously you managed to sneak that two one, and then everything just sort of unravels you know what I mean you, they then they get the penalty Kane obviously steps up because that's what Kane does and you know sometimes <laughs> if I was Ten Hag I'd be thinking why did I not go in for Harry Kane as much as I could to grab that guy because you know he'd, he'd do a great job. You know, he's going to yeah, he's, he's buy in. He's, he's tearing it up there, assists, goals. And again, I'm, I'm, we're happy, both of us, because I know obviously we've had conversations about Harry Kane. It's like, look, if he leaves Tottenham, then, you know, we'd have nothing against him. But whilst he was there, it was a case of, well, like, you know, you, what, what are you doing? What are you winning? What are you like, doing what, for what's you? Your yeah. yeah, what's your ambitions here? Because if your ambition is just to stay at Tottenham, win your you know, personal accolades, excellent, well done, you've achieved that now. So does that mean you retire? Or do you go for the next challenge? And you know what? We stepped up. He went for the next challenge. It's not even in England. It was a brand new challenge in a different mm-hmm. country, new language, everything. So you got to look. I personally, 
you know, I'll take back anything hats I've said off, about. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take my take hat off right now. Take that cup right off right now. Take that cup off right off. now. It's off. It's off. You know, people can't see it. It's off. Good lad. Good lad. He's, you know, he's he's an incredible player, and obviously for Bayern to add someone like him, it, it was it's only going to go one way. You know, obviously I know Leverkusen doing quite well, so that that's going to be an interesting, uh, you know, title challenge. But it's one of those years where Bayern, you know, the sort of a bit of a dip, and then all of a sudden every other team just drops, and then Bayern takes back up again. And, yeah, yeah. And it, it, sorry, that, that's that's obviously what seemed to happen with Man United. They just no. sort of took the foot off the gas a little bit. Obviously, Man United came back. Well, you know, they scored, so it could have been it, it could have been embarrassing, really. You know, for Man United to come out and score and, and win that game like that when obviously they were dominated. It's you know. It, it, I don't it, think they deserve the three goals. So Man United really no. did not deserve those three goals. Uh, okay, maybe they deserved the one. Hoyland, the yeah, the Hoyland goal. Yeah, the, the Hoyland goal. Piece, yeah. yeah, the Hoyland goal. But then he took him off as well. And I'm just thinking, what, what are you saving him for? Like, what's you what put Martial on? By the way, you put Martial on. Martial came on. You know, bearing in mind, like again, a bit of truthfully, because I try to give nothing but honesty on here. Martial came on and he was sharp. He took that shit personally. I think one of the defenders or somebody tried to go in for a rough challenge on him. He took that personally, bro, and he was just like, "Yeah, no, let me show you what I can do." And he did. He had a couple of decent spells, but. It just didn't lead to anywhere because nobody else was on the same level or the same sharpness as him. Everyone was like a yard behind what Martial was doing because if they were all at the same level that Martial were, I think they would have drawn that game because Bayern took the foot off the gas. I think once they went 3-1, they were passing it around, taking the piss a little bit with crosses. Uh, Sane was taking extra touches that he didn't need to. But going back to the pen, what did you think? Did you think it was a pen? Have you seen it, first of all? Don't give me that Arsene Wenger or Fergie. I haven't seen it. I'll have to go back. And he's on mute. Yep, that was, that's a rookie mistake. No, um, I did, uh, basically, I did watch it, but that was earlier on today. So I'm going to, because I know you're asking for a reason. So I'm just going to have to give that another watch just to make sure that I didn't right. miss anything. But from no. what I saw, it seemed, it seemed a penalty. It's a typical penalty against Harry Kane. That's, yeah, that's, that's the way I look the at it. The pen that he took, though, the pen that Harry Kane took was unbelievable power, side netting. You can't save those. It was just the, the keeper cannot react quick enough from the center of the goal to dive to the right or the left when Harry Kane hits him like that. It just makes me angry. Why did he not do that for England in the World Cup? Yeah. Why was he trying to go center of the pitch at his side? He's got, bro, just smash it away. Just pick your spot. Do what just you do. hit it. You, yeah, that's, they're the words. Do what, do what you, you do. do. Yeah. yeah. Do what you do, boo boo. Don't, don't overcomplicate do things like a Pep Guardiola. Don't exactly. overcomplicate. Just hit it. But, so, yeah, uh, but no, he was quality. Uh, another thing I wanted to say as well, uh, when I go back to the tactics, Bayern always had an out ball. When they were playing the ball out the back, Man United tried to press. The right back was always around the center of the pitch. Like, uh, yeah. sorry, middle of the pitch, right hand side, of course. That's the show I was just Regular, looking at there. Nowhere yeah. to be seen. Yeah. And you're like, that was the out ball four or five times when United tried to put a bit of pressure together, uh, uh, put the pressure on, uh, to the defence in numbers. There just there was an out ball every time. And you just think to yourself, what is going on? How are the managerial team not seeing this and putting a bit more pressure? But yeah, that's I suppose that's to be seen. Let's see what they can do game six when, when it's just when, around December time, I think it'll be United Bayern because it'll be the final game of the group stage. Yeah. And then we'll see what can happen there. Who else is in their group, by and the way? Can I, can I just say, Who I'm else just, is on I'm their just, group? I've just had a look at the uh, at the penalty show, and yeah, I mean, it's unfortunately I know it seemed a bit close proximity, but unfortunately, it's it's just the way that you know teams that's have been punished. Are, yeah, teams have been punished for that for a lot less than that, and uh, yeah, so that's that's a penalty. I, I don't think I don't think there's much to discuss about that. To be fair, so in the group they've got obviously they've got Copenhagen, they've got uh, Galatasaray, and yeah. obviously Man United, which sit in last right now because the other two teams rule so. You know, not a good start. Not a good start in term, when you look at when you look at from the outside and you look at that that uh, the standings. 
you know, not a good start for Man United because again, one more loss, it's over. Well, then that's it's it. Over. Yeah, but it's... you think about it. Who's their next game against? If it's against, if they lose to Galatasaray, let's say Galatasaray are realistically going to be the team that probably look to finish second in this group. Let's say Bayern are going to take it. Yeah, so Bayern United are looking at Europa League again. Yeah. Yeah, and, and straight drop. Realistically, straight drop. looking at that group there, no disrespect to Copenhagen and Galatasaray, Man United need to qualify from the group. They yeah. need to get out of the group. Second, at least. Second, at the very least. Second. I think that's minimum. That's minimum. Second or joint yeah. top with Bayern and then just go to the goal yeah. score. And if you look at historic teams and yeah. the name of the team, the statue of the club, yeah, man. But again, you know, these teams were focusing on the history rather than currently what they're at. Same but as even. You say that, I mean, even if they drop in the Europa League, they've got teams like Liverpool, they've got teams like Bayer Leverkusen, you know, in there, and obviously whoever drops out from, from a Champions League, from the bigger team. So, well, it's, yeah. I, I, I genuinely, I don't think, obviously, I know we're not big fans of Man United anyway, but I just don't see them, you know, doing so well in the CL. However, that being said, they've got enough calibre in the team to do well. Yeah, I agree. now it's but but now it's up to the it's up to the coach and I'm again for the second week in a row or third week in a row. Unfortunately for Ten Hag, I just don't really see how he's going to take them forward because be, because he if he can't handle the the small time players like oh, look you look at Anthony you look at uh, Hoyland for example those are small time players in the big scheme of things they haven't done anything they haven't proven anything if you can't tie those guys down in terms of you know tell them exactly what you need to do like a Garnacho attitude problems whatever it is like a Sancho. You know, I'm sorry, but you're not doing your job as a coach. Yeah, you're concentrating on the field, but you know it starts in the dressing room. It's got if to, in, yeah, it's if got in the to. dressing room everyone's bickering or no one's listening to you or three people are on the phone whilst the rest are listening, that's not good enough. Yeah. You know, you get you get a Wenger, you used to get the Fergies. You know, they step in the room and that's it. You watch Science, obviously you watch yeah. Arsenal's. Uh, What's it called? Uh, all or nothing. All or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Arteta walks in the room, everyone's silent, they're listening because it's that respect that he demands or the great managers demand. And I just don't think Ten Hag. I think Ten Hag is like just a little bit above Potter, as as far as I can see it right now. I don't. Th- I don't see him any better than that. He hasn't. Yeah. Last year, obviously, he won finished second and so on. Everybody said a better season, and you know what I mean. Those arguments for and against. But yeah, I'm with you. To be fair, mate. Like when it matters, it's effective. We're judging Ten Hag on how's he going to do in the CL and in the Prem. Same way that we judge Guardiola in the CL. You know, like if Guardiola wins the CL, then okay, because the only places he's won it with was with Messi, Iniesta, and Javi, yeah. and then he comes to City and he eventually wins the CL. And you can't but, even say—I uh, was going to say—you can't even say that. You know, he, 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 he with a team like Man City, he—it's a group of players rather than three players in a team like you know the Javi, Iniesta, and Messi. Yeah. Whereas now it's a whole group of teams. So again, it feels like Guardiola's actually you know evolved and he's learned. He's like, you know what? I, I can't do this with just one player. That's too unreliable. Yeah, you can win yeah, it, but it's yeah. too unreliable. I can't just have De Bruyne there. You know, I need Kovacic. I need De Bruyne. I need Foden in there. And you know what? And Rodri. Again, four midfielders who are just quality, incredible. Just quality. Saying it's those names. It just pisses it me off. Me. Yeah, it scares <laughs> me. Because you've mentioned those names and there's no weak... Again, from seemingly anyway, there's no weak link in that team. So, again, with Man United, unfortunately, everywhere you look, it's just weak links. And with well, Martial... Listen, sorry, last thing on. with Martial, by the way. I mean... You say that he, he played well. The the problem I have with Martial is the fact that you know he's done this before. He's had good run-ins, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's brilliant!" And then all of a sudden, like, Where, where's Martial? I can't believe that still yeah. I'm sure we've asked that question before. Where is Martial? So <laughs> now, to be fair, all I was going to link in there's you just mentioned what's happening at City and the four players that you mentioned in that midfield, and there's other four great players in that midfield as well. Like obviously Gundogan left, so they brought in Kova. They've got other kids in there who are trying to be an integrated star player. Calvin Phillips, who's not, and I'm joking, I take that back. But what I'm trying to say is last night's commentary said, uh, yeah, so looking at the bench, uh, Man United have put Johnny Evans up to warm up, Scott McTominay, and I thought to myself, 
Manchester United, listen to the bench that you've got. The guy's just got up to warm up and it says, Johnny Evans is what the commentator has said. And you just think to yourself, then again, who do you blame that? Is it the club? The owners should they need do they need realistically to invest uh, invest a lot? Excuse me, invest a lot more because when Fergie left, it was an aging squad. They yeah. did need to bring in some fresh blood, but obviously with the inflate prices these days, you need to pay a top dollar for top players. Top and players, yeah. And unfortunately, Marcus 80, Rashford 80 is million. not cutting it. No. no, and paying eighty million for an Anthony and or a Ganacho or whatever it. it is, it's just nah, definitely not. not it's, well, it's I think yeah, some investments right, have not been good. Have the Ganacho has been all right, but Anthony right, yeah. Sanchez, uh, Sanch, San, what's his name again, Sancho. Sancho, Jane, Sancho. Sancho, Jane, and Sancho has not been that great. The boys that they were bringing up before, like, what was his name? Verghog, who came last year. And Val- he was like, Verghost. Verg, yeah, like, what? Do you know what I mean? Mason Mount's been brought in as well, like, for some X amount of money, a lot of money, and he's injured. Okay, they've got some injuries and so on, but still, you I'm just got to think to yourself, I'm a bad Yeah, well. he's injured. So you bought and he's injured. Like, what is going on? This is yeah. not Manchester United. No, but this is again, Arsenal back in uh, Kim Kalstrom days when we bought a player with a back with a back injury, knowing knowing just, that full just well. To hope. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go then. I said, so, yeah, I said, jokes there. In, in terms of okay, let's just be uh, it, being fair. In the case of being fair, right? Man United do have a few players who are out, and. I don't know, obviously, if that's going to make the difference, if that's going to make a, you know the sort of team gel together. But they do have, on paper at least, they do have very good players uh, either to come back or playing for the team, minus a few. But again, you're right when you when you when you tell Johnny Evans to go warm up. I'm sorry, but that's, you've lost the game. You've already handed them like, oh, do you know what, lads? There you go. Just you've won it. Thank you. Thanks for showing up. Right, we'll see you back in. Uh, we'll see you in, where, where the playing next. Old Trafford. We'll see you at Old Trafford. See you later. So it's you know it's yeah, it's agree. not it's it's not the team to even on paper like I said you know you mentioned a De Bruyne a Ford and a Haaland even on paper you're like ah oh, shit ah oh, I don't want to go up against these guys they look at Man United Harry Maguire Johnny Evans and Sandro Martinez <laughs> do you know what I think right. though I looked at this lineup kids- here yesterday literally this is, listen to this lineup yesterday very quickly on the kids that you mentioned right so you, I understand it like you mentioned let's give them benefit of the doubt let's be serious let's do a proper like trying to our best to analyze this so the back four is Dalot Lindelof Martinez Regulon right okay that's their possible best back four because Shaw's injured Varane is injured and the other two options is Evans and Maguire so okay that's your best four in midfield Cass Eric and then the problem that I have here is Palestri, Bruno Fernandes and Rashford, okay? And Hoiberg up top. Now, why don't you give yourself the best possible chance of winning this match? Bring Anthony on the left where Rashford is, He's put Rashford on the right, leave Hoyland up top and play Bruno in the middle. So why must the Palestri play? Scare Bayern. You know Bayern, when they played against City, last against Leverkusen, they drew 2-2. There yep. were weaknesses there. Analyse that game. Did nobody look at that game and gone... What can we do here to threaten him? Let's not play defensive because this is what I used to hate about Mourinho for Chelsea. He used to play a team that just set up defensively, trying to win a match one nil and so on. And then when the other team scores two, you're like, "Oh fuck! Now what do we do?" Because we've got all defensive players or young kids or something. Move Palastri. It's not a time for Palastri to make Champions League away to Bayern. Bring on Mar- uh, Anthony Martial. Sorry, on the far right. Left, Rashford on the right, and just attack. Even if you do counter-attack in football, Casemiro with those four defenders, just hit them on the counter. Yeah. Try to put pressure on them. Opamecano's got major, not major mistakes team. in him. So He yeah. does. We saw what, he, what PSG, was Absolutely. it PSG, what did yeah, what, yeah, last yeah, year? Tortured, tortured, tortured him. him, yeah. I think he was I getting death threats, which is not fair, but like he got to the point he was so bad, bad that bad. Bayern fans were just saying, shit, yeah, man. It just, but this is what annoys you, and I'm sure Man United fans are annoyed as well. But like you say, he's not an elite manager for me. Uh, he had some good spells with Ajax 
And same, uh, as, same as sorry, same as Pochettino. By the way, he had a good spell with Tottenham. Didn't do anything yeah, else after that. And can you can you say he's a world class manager? I don't think I don't think no, can. he's not world class at all because you can't be <laughs> you can't be world class yeah, no. if you haven't won anything that's worth winning. You know that's yeah. it. That's if you it. couldn't that's and it. again with Pochettino, yes, all right, fair enough. You as a Chelsea fan may have a bit of hope, thinking all right, this guy could no, of the course, team together, yeah, support him and so on. Yeah, 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 absolutely. At the same time, you are fully aware that this guy hasn't won anything, and you know what's his proven record? He's taken someone to the final. Shit, I mean, you know, yeah, it's a final. That's it. But then what? Avon Grant happened? took someone to the final. <laughs> if you want to be realistic, Avon yeah. Grant took Chelsea to the final. Got to be Man United on pen. But no, to be fair, like if we're trying to use the word world class, we've got to be very careful and think who is actually world class. Who is in that category? The Peps, the Guardiolas. Okay, let's say two called Mourinho's and so on because of the history. But realistically, is Mourinho world class still and so on and so forth? Maybe that's for a different part and a maybe different not, debate. Maybe not still, but you know, he definitely was at one he point. He was, absolutely. Yeah. Well, nobody time. wins the Champions League with Porto when Man United are at their peak, when Arsenal is on their peak, when, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, and that, that and for Italian one is football just... Is kind of, yeah. Italian football was just booming then, you know, up early 2000, or 06, or so. It was like Juve AC in the final yeah, and so Juve on. AC, and AC yeah, regularly, yeah. do you know what I mean? That old Trafford way. So it just makes me think, like, if we're going to use world-class, is he the same as Pep? Is he the same as Guardiola? Is he the same as Tuchel? Does he, you know what I mean? It's just so many managers that are world-class and just, no. For me, yeah, Poch is a world-class. No, like you say, no, he no. needs to prove himself by winning trophies, by winning the league, by winning the CL. Even if he wins a Carabao Cup this year or an FA Cup, great business done. Okay, let's get back to that winning ways yeah. and, and put that... Um, that winning DNA back in the team because this Chelsea team is not the Chelsea of old days where they were winners. These guys are all young, like young player, anyway. inexperienced. A couple of yeah, players that it. have It's got something. to Chelsea. Oh, I was yeah. trying to avoid talking about Chelsea, but it got, no, came into we'll much. We'll but yeah, yeah, yeah move on, move on. What was the uh, before we move on from that? What was the uh, prediction that we had over over the weekend for this match? Uh, well, we we had four nothing, which we got the buy-in right of four, wow. but. Uh, I, we were not seeing three goals coming in. No. So, yeah, the predictions that we made on the last spot, everyone, if you do want to hear that and listen to these predictions. But we're going to go through them now anyway. But, go for it. Uh, no, hit me with the Man United. Oh. The Man United, we went 4-0. 4-0. Four four yeah, so we both actually went 4-0 on that one. We both went 4-0. Wow, incredible. Actually, no, I take that back. For anybody, the eagle-eyed and I, uh, eagle I listeners, I don't think I made a prediction. I think I was just asking you because yeah. I didn't feel right in my team not being in. I was that's like, right. you know, I'm not going to make a prediction because my team's not in there. Because I said Newcastle. I said 4-1 and then I went, you know what, well, fuck United, we'll go 4-0. That's, I yeah, remember that's that. what you I said. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Newcastle game, obviously, look, in terms of Man United, before we move on, do you have anything else that you want to add? Nah, nothing United? for me. Like, I don't want to waste any more time on them. We've, we've, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's something that we're going to discuss and we're going to have to be prepared Throughout, yeah. throughout, the, throughout the season <laughs> so bear with us guys we, we will not ignore you okay um, obviously the Tuesday, we'll go back to the Tuesday games we had uh, the early kickoff AC Milan versus Newcastle obviously at San Siro I watched uh, a majority of this game actually and I'll be honest with you I don't know how Newcastle managed to scrape a nil-nil out of that because I didn't watch it good. I heard about it but I didn't watch it the one, thing, one thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Murphy I don't know if you saw that meme of uh, our photos of him in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Just what dreams that. are made of. Honestly, made me smile looking at him being yeah, smile. Right. I was so happy for the kid. I was like, do you know what, mate? Like, you are living every kid's dream right now. 
Yeah, as soon as that Champions League again, uh, you know, at, at San Siro as well, a legendary yeah. club, a legendary stadium, and Quality. a place where six, uh, what is it, five, six uh, Champions Leagues have been won. Yeah, yeah. so it's you know, it, it's it's. Do a you great think it might have been the up. occasion too much for them? Then, if they scraped by with a draw, could the occasion been too much for those players who lack that kind of experience in European football? Because think about it, Newcastle didn't do Conference, they didn't do Europa, it just went Champions straight, League straight there. Yeah, I mean, when you look at some, when you're looking at, looking at the stats here, it says expected goals for AC Milan. It was two. Uh, it was two. Point zero five, so obviously two goal mm-hmm. expected goals, and I'll be honest, watching that match, I'm surprised that you know they, they never put anything away. Giroud had a couple of great chances, Liao had a, a couple of great chances going in, so it, it was it should have been theirs for the taking, but mm-hmm. at the same time, look, you got a hand it to Newcastle, they, they they stuck in there, and you know they did what they had to do. Possession wise, it was almost it was okay, almost you know, just to see the shots. It's, yeah, you see what I mean? Like the sh- so this is this is the difference between. A, a team that has this experience in the in the Champions League yeah. and a team that has just jumped straight into it. Twenty years ago was the last time they were they were part of the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. And most back of these players, days. obviously, most of these players were young, were too young back then. They weren't playing football, so no. you know, it, it's, it's they were probably starting Project Mbappe back then, but it was probably it, called Project Shearer. That, well, yeah, that, that's exactly it, isn't it? And so I'm not surprised that this happened, um, but. At the same time, got to hand it to Newcastle. They're, they're stuck in there. Going to take it, obviously. Again, not like it matters in terms of away or at home. But, you know, it should be should be an interesting game at St. James's Park. I yeah, absolutely. absolutely. For Newcastle, the best Newcastle can do is don't lose any of the away games. If they want any hope of getting out of the group, don't lose your away games. Make sure you win every single uh, home game. I, I, and I agree. And I agree. I think, uh, well, obviously, you know, to keep AC Milan at bay, considering, obviously, the stats that we've just seen that. Yeah, good feet, but I just don't feel like they're ready. And watching them, uh, the, it, the occasion got too much for them. The fact that Murphy obviously smiled like that at the beginning, which is great for us as fans because you know we get to live it through, like you know, vicariously through them. At the same yeah, time, as yeah. like, bro, you, yo, listen, man, you're in the Champions League. You need to stop this boy shit, right? I know. Yeah, I know, forget the smiling. Forget yeah. the smiling. You know, because he was like, oh my god, that was brilliant. Yeah, we know. Right, we've because yeah. our teams we've experienced that the nights before and all that stuff. Obviously, it's different for a player. I'm not comparing standard but bro like you you need to step your game up for this uh, for this elite elite football level yeah yeah so it. i don't know what Eddie Howe's going to do in the next uh, in the next match but yeah I, if they, they, they showed a bit of resilience that's all i've got to say they've got a tough group yeah. haven't they as well their group is like the toughest yeah. i think they've got psg is it psg they've got and yeah, uh, psg ac and dortmund and dortmund that's it so that's going to be an interesting <sighs> uh, interesting <laughs> match um in terms of the Predictions? What we, we say? We had a we had two one. We had two one. Me, well, you, again, sorry, not we. You had two one Milan, and uh, uh, I don't think anybody saw a draw. Though I think we all thought Milan might bounce back after that five one hammering uh, to their arch rivals. Yeah, you know, Inter smashed them, and then uh, we thought this is a performance for them to show the fans. Newcastle were there for the taking. Not playing their greatest football recently, have they? Like kind of lost to teams like yeah. Teams like no disrespect, but lost to Brighton, got hammered by Brighton, scraped hey, a one 0 win against. I think Brighton. it was Nottingham Forest or whoever they won against. Uh, was it Saturday that they beat? Who did they beat on Saturday? So they won the first game of the season. I know they beat Villa, yeah. and everybody thought, like, "Oh, this is Newcastle. Newcastle yeah. are doing quality." Because they did smash Villa, to be fair. So yeah, yeah, they smashed Villa all over. But I think then they scraped a one 0 win yeah, against Brentford. Brentford, that's it. Yeah. 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 So and in the Premier so, League, they've got three losses and two wins. In the Premier League. Which effectively you'd assume Milan 
will do some research and look at it and try it. But I suppose I think they probably thought, because I heard on the radio that Liao tried to do a bicycle kick when in reality he could have just headed it. It was Giroud, actually. It was Giroud, Giroud, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's what he does. You know, Giroud, Scorpions and bicycle kicks. That's, but that's the does, thing. Yeah. You can do that you if you're winning 1-0 one one and 2-0. You shouldn't do that like when it's nail-nail because now you're going to kick yourself. Well, he almost kicked the he almost kicked the defender. Sorry, oh, did he? <laughs> he almost kicked the defender. Somebody so right. he should, regardless. Yeah, he shouldn't have done that. It was very close, genuinely very close. That's why I mean, Giroud had some great chances, and that guy is just killing it out there. I yeah, love to quality. see it. But yeah, with with Newcastle, um, obviously, I'd want to see them do a little, you know, get out the group and actually, you know, progress further. Yeah, I, th- I just feel like you know the players need to really need to take the the sort of event and the occasion by the neck and just be like, look, you're ours now. We are going to dominate this game because we need to win. Whether it's personal gain, whether it's a club game, yeah, whatever you yeah. want to whatever you want to base it on, it's a, it's a very important thing to do. And again, who've they got next? Let me just have a quick look. Who do they play next in the Champions League? So well, next, either the, one's going to be a tough one. They play PSG next at St James's Park. Home or away, St James. Oh, St. James. What a night! I mean, what a night that's going to be. I'm smiling now. I'm not even have a look for tickets, pal. Have a look for tickets. I'll literally I'm, drive up and drive back down. I know a couple of uh, I know a couple of people who actually have Newcastle uh, season, season tickets. tickets. So I'm just going to drop some messages just to see if sent. You know, drop a few. Yeah. Yeah, just Hopefully to someone drops out. To see if anybody bites. Because that, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm smiling and I'm not even a Newcastle fan. And no, I'm just looking too, at that, I'm thinking, shit, PSG are coming to Newcastle. Like, like <laughs> Mbappe, Newcastle. Have you, heard, have you ever heard anything? I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, so yeah, good, good for them. But yeah, it's so. Uh, Newcastle, to be fair, they've got two two best scenarios, haven't they? They're still in the Champions League, but the worst thing that that. If they don't qualify for it, which is going to be super, super tough, is trying to get third so they can still keep some European football and have a Europa League. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have another crack at trying to win something. Because I'll be honest with you, I can't see them from the way they're playing and the way the other teams have started. And Liverpool obviously winning with 10 men and winning again and so on and so forth, like really leaving it late to win. I can see Liverpool being a top four contender this year. Obviously, Arsenal and City are in their own league. The way Spurs have started, if they can keep everyone fit, I generally can't see Newcastle making top four this year. No, I don't think Especially so. Especially I mean, with the squad depth that they have, playing Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, it's too many games. Especially when then the FA Cup kicks in and so on. Come Christmas, there's going to be like three games in ten days. Yeah, it's going to no, it's going to be it's going to be very so very tough schedule for, them, yeah. for for Newcastle and um, yeah. It, <laughs> recruit properly because at the end of the day it's not a surprise that you made it in the Champions League like you knew did you watch happen, so. did you watch the Newcastle thing on Amazon Prime I did not not yet oh, highly recommended to anyone listening watch the Newcastle show on Amazon Prime it's not like an all or nothing it's just a new quick Newcastle documentary four episodes oh, and it was really clever on how all of the uh, the owners of the other 19 Premier League teams changed the rules and saying you can only invest as much as you bring in and so on and so forth. There's something changing of the rules. I'll go back to it so I'll make sure I'm fully informed for no, the next we'll pod. To, we'll have to, as you said, we'll have to have a chat about that on the next yeah, pod. Yeah, definitely. I'll absolutely. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, so that's, they're just struggling struggling to spend. They want to spend, obviously, because they've got trillions yeah, behind them. Absolutely. But uh, financial fair play is what's stopping them. But no, it's really, really interesting. Really interesting watch. So yeah, Newcastle, obviously, they need to invest, but they're limited on how they're going to invest. Yeah. So they need to earn more to spend more, basically. Which is, again, you can't argue with that because it's not like a team that's got a market value right now. You know, maybe obviously once the, when the takeover happened, but again, it's not a market valuable team no, that's at this it, moment. That's it. You know? I think in the next couple of years, though, because I, I was thinking about this, this is two times on the two weekends on the bounce that I've seen Newcastle at five o'clock kickoff for Sky Sports. Mm. They were playing against Brighton News on Sky. They're playing against so and so. So something's going on there. There's a, they're getting a lot more TV, which is going to bring a lot more money. 
And if he brings a lot more money and a lot more TV, he's going to lead to more fans and Somebody more fans around the that. world. And exactly. So Somebody paying that Sky Sky bill, so Some, you know, exactly. Uh, ninety-eight pound a month is coming in. That ninety-eight mon- uh, pound a month, yeah, someone's paying that. But uh, yeah, yeah look, maybe ninety-eight million. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, obviously, like I said, happy with Newcastle. But uh, moving on to City again, I don't really want to spend too long on City because they are who they are. But I do want to just say. We talked about Haaland, we, talk, we talked about Rodri, we talked about De Bruyne, Foden, but there's one guy that I've just genuinely fell in love with as a player, and that's Julian Alvarez. Wow, he reminds me, and he gives me the sort of like fizz like Shevchenko used to give, do you know what I mean? Like that sort of play, like a proper number nine yeah, striker yeah. Going in there, and I really enjoy watching him play. And every time he plays, he scores goals, he makes things happen, he assists. It, you know, man, can't ask for any more. And obviously, that's why he's a big part of my FPL as well because he's a really, really good player. And it, it showed Alvarez double over over Red Star, which obviously they went one nil ahead, which was like what Red Star went ahead. Yeah, I but saw that, that as well. It didn't last very literally. Didn't it lasted what three minutes, two minutes? It lasted after the after the restart. So yeah. City, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do a back-to-back Champions League. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. So yeah, I, I don't know. Man. They've I don't invested know. It's, well. It's, I think they'll invest more as well coming the summer. Like if you just look at it, how much they've brought in in terms of money is just insane. The amount they've spent. Yeah. But as a fan, obviously, whoever's a City fan is going to think, do you know what quality? Your my team has never won the treble. It'd yeah. be something to brag about, you know what I mean? Even if and it's this Alvarez kid years, is just unbelievable. Yeah. He's he's one for the future. He is quality. I agree with you, everything you said about the, you know the Shevchenko reminding you of Shev Andre Shevchenko, who was like quality player, wasn't yeah. he? Really, let's be realistic. Are you are excellent player. My, my yeah. favorite striker of all time. Like I've I've said that, and I will stand by that because he is that good. You know, Henri on the left, Shevchenko in the middle. I haven't decided on the right yet. <laughs> we'll do that to other time. It's definitely messy. I'm just kidding. It's definitely messy. Yeah, That's not no. even the middle. No, to be fair, with City, though, it's just like, yeah, they came out of the... It was out of the blue, wasn't it? Like, I think the 45th minute that they scored, and then second half, it was all City. Even first half, it was all City. So, now, for me, Sorry, City looked quality. I'm just looking at the stats. And let me just Go on, hit us with some stats. stats. Hit us with oh, some expected stats. Expected goals was 4.64 to <laughs> 0.57, right? Uh, ball possession, the whole game, by the way, 70%. Wow. <laughs> goal attempts wow. goal attempts 37 to 3 um shots on goal 16 to 2 shots off goal 11 to 1 and 10 to 1 uh, 10 to 0 block shots free kicks 10 corner kicks 12 to 0 i mean uh, i don't even want to read that anymore it makes me feel sick <laughs> this is in a way when you think of that for me personally it's just boring to watch them now I know. Do you I know what you mean. Me I get what you it reminds mean. me of because there's never a challenge. What what I like about City is always like when you City Liverpool those games. If you remember when Liverpool were, but that year they won the Champions League. Really, City Spurs because Spurs always seem to have their number, especially Poch, City Chelsea, City United. You know these are the games that were attacking that City as well. Not City, not United under Mourinho because they just defended. It just became a like boring game to watch. But even for Barcelona, early Barcelona for me used to be boring watching. Like just pass, pass, move, move, pass, pass, move, move, pass, pass to the point where they just not only did they tire the viewer but they tired the def- uh, tired the defender out and then they found a way and, and as a audience I was like oh fuck this I ain't watching no more of this shit that's why I didn't even click on the City game at all yesterday not even to watch like no, even watching the not. highlights now all I keep seeing is City 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 and I think do you know what do I need to watch the highlights I don't think yeah. I do um, I don't think <laughs> yeah, I do no I know point. it's going to happen but uh, you, you're, yeah I agree I agree and uh, obviously if, it happen- if, if that was your team doing that 
you know, everyone would love it because it's almost like a guaranteed win. Yeah, that's it. But it's a different, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like going to F1, which we'll briefly touch on before we leave, you know, Max Verstappen winning everything. Yeah, all right, good, nice one, well done, great, but you don't make it interesting. That's I need it. an entertaining. I don't want to watch who's going to be second or fifth because that. No, not 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 that it's not interesting. It's just the fact that you know we're watching for for the first for the for the number one guy. You know what I mean? And if yeah. Max is taking every single yeah, so same as same as City, yeah. same as Barcelona back in the day, Real Madrid in the Champions League, obviously during the Zidane years, it, it was just one of those things where you kind of had to make your peace with it and say, like, ah, all right, the inevitable Thanos, all that stuff. Very quickly, so, I want to ask you: during the Zidane years or during the Ronaldo years? That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I mean, Ronaldo, obviously, he, what did he win? He won five with them on the bounce. So it was five altogether. I'm just I'm saying because Zidane won, what did he win? Three on, three on, three in a row, four, didn't he? Zidane took three or four. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, three in a row. Yeah. So, so again, it's, it's, that's what I mean. It's that inevitability where it's like, that's the domination that they had in the Champions League. Obviously, when Ronnie was there, they were yeah, one of the best teams in the world. And if not the best team in the world at, at a few points in history. So, um, but... Yeah, with with City, what was the prediction that we had? By the way, like did we, we say six? I think we had like yeah, something ridiculous, six, six one. We yeah. predicted a six one, which yeah. is not too bad. We gave them credit one. to score one goal, and they did a so. consolation goal, and they did. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, I mean everything else. I watched a bit of the PSG Dortmund game. Dortmund they came out um, came out a little bit strong, and then PSG just sort of the quality just sort of took over. Yeah, yeah. So you can't really you can't really do much. I mean PSG. It's not like we're sitting we're sitting we're sitting here going that they're going to win the the Champions League, but they are one of the teams that you put in contention to win it. So um, they've got a good manager though, haven't they? Luis Enrique knows what he's doing. He can play that possessional football. So yeah, yeah, contenders to be there, man. And um, and the last team I want to mention before we quickly jump into Arsenal is uh, Barcelona. Obviously five nil. Xavi Felix two goals, one assist. Ah. It, wow! I couldn't do that. Actually, right, I, know, I know, right? What's what's going on? What's going on? But obviously, when you've got that many Maybe good players are bigger in Spain, the, <laughs> or the defender just sort of step off him, like, oh no, I'm gone the other way. But well, he, he did it. He did it, and uh, he's a good player. So even that, what's that young guy called as well? Is it Yamal, Lassine Yamal, or something like that? The yeah, like the sixteen-year-old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good player as well. But then again, we said that about Ansu Fati, and then he got injured, and then it never happened. So, and now he's at Brighton, and he's at Brighton now. So there it is. But let's see what happens. But yeah, um, moving on to Arsenal, obviously. You come know, on, come on, six, lad, come on, lad. Take a stretch. After you know, let me stretch my neck a little bit. You know what? You let should me. also take a sip because you're going to be doing a lot of talking now. Um, right, okay. The main talking point for me. And for most of the Arsenal fans, really has been um, has been the 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 sort of exclusion of of Ramsdale from the starting lineup for two games in uh, two games in a row. And now, personally, as, as I said in the group, because obviously our friends asked, you know, how do I feel about it being an Arsenal fan? I genuinely feel we've reached a stage now where even like someone like a De Serbi, for example, he'll change his whole squad depending on the team that he plays, even to the point where the keeper comes in. I think they had Jason Steele in goal at one point and then and the other guy who replaced Sanchez. And uh, so again, he's not afraid to make them changes and it's working for Brighton. I'm not saying it's down to the keeper, obviously, because they've got really good outfield players. Stuff like this, I mean, maybe we have come to the stage of where the keeper has to be part of the of the substitution talk, you know? Where it's like, all right, cool, fair enough. I see what you're doing there. We're doing well, but we need someone. We need the keeper who could, who's got the better long distribution, or who's got the better throwing, or who's got got the better shot pass. So again, I feel like Arteta's treating this as as the outfield players. 
you know, every match is sort of like, oh, okay, well, we're playing against a low block team or we're playing high pressing, so we need the best footwork keeper, you know, or we're yeah, playing yeah, against yeah. low block, we need the best long distribution keeper. Like you can find the channels. So I don't, I don't dislike it. Um, would I be scared for Ramsdale a little bit, just a little bit because it's like, ah, okay, you were, you were main keeper for two years and then Raya comes in and all of a sudden you've missed two games and one important game, which, which again, Ramsdale should have really started just for the fact that he stuck, he, with the team. he stuck with the team for two years. He's been, he was one of the best keepers in England. I think it was like second or third in the clean sheets overall, obviously, you know, end of last season. I think he was like second he last year. Yeah. Second in so, clean sheets. So I'm saying after De Gea, wasn't it? De Gea was first. De Gea yeah, won, the, yeah. won that title. So again, for, I don't, I don't find it as a, as a massive problem uh, because both keepers are really good. The only thing I would say is, you know, if Ramsdale, if it's something that's been discussed with Ramsdale beforehand, then that makes obviously makes it just a little bit easier. Like, oh, Aaron Ramsdale, my guy, sit down, let's just have a chat, right? Okay, you're gonna, we're gonna make you main keeper for the next two years, but we are obviously exploring a, a diff, another option as well. Who could be a number one? So, do you accept? Obviously, would have said yes, and he made. He made a name for himself in the team, in, in Arsenal team. You know, he's he's a keeper that's worth what over forty million, fifty million now because he is he is that good. And so, but yeah, and uh, when when you when you sort of look at them both, they've got their own they've got their own styles. And it, if it if it means you know you change them every single game because of the opponent that you're playing, then by all means, they see something in training that we obviously we will never see. So yeah, but that, that's that's probably the main talk. Sad, isn't it? Like in a way, yeah, I think yeah. no matter what, because against PSV, what was he expecting? Like especially a home first game back for me, I, I would have played Rambo. I'm not going to lie to you. Same, I was surprised. He got you there. Surprised. He literally got you there. You said it as well, but obviously, I just want to uh, second it, reiterate it. But yeah, for me. Rambo should have played. Rambo should have started. Rambo should have experienced that energy from the crowd, that champions, that, that Murphy moment. At home, isn't it? Bearing in mind, he came all the way from, was it Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United? That's or, right, that's right. Yeah. Sheffield, you know, uh, Sheffield United, yeah. And you just think to yourself, like, come on, like, give him, give the kid a go. Like, he deserves it. Like, I know Raya deserves it too because he's a quality keeper. But then again, like, it goes to show there is no empathy in football. There's no sympathy. Empathy is just like... No loyalty, really, isn't it? It looks like there's no loyalty. loyalty yeah. Exactly. And this is the thing that, as fans, we need to get this into our heads as well. Because sometimes when a player leaves the club, you're like, oh, fucking break. Well, I did it for money. But look at this. There was zero loyalty towards a player. Why do we expect players to show loyalty towards the club? And yeah, we've, we've discussed this before and I'm in total agreement with you when it comes to that because it's a two-way street. The player's given everything out there on the pitch, you know, literally given sweat, blood and tears out there on the pitch and, you know, you're not showing them a little bit of loyalty, a little bit of like, oh, okay, Ramsdale, you actually deserve this this Champions League start. Absolutely. At least one game, at least one game. Yeah. Fair enough, I understand why you never put him on, but for him not to even experience it just once, I don't know, at home as well and in that moment... Where you, where you know, he's been looking forward to for the past two years being with Arsenal. It's a shame. It really is a shame. But I just really hope that it's not going to yeah. be anything more than that. I don't think. Uh, you know, I hope next game, but it's North London derby. So would I pick Ramsdale? I probably wouldn't because I don't know what his confidence is going to be like. Well, I'll tell you exactly. You can't him. risk it now. That's yeah. it. Once he don't, misses one or two games, where do you go from there? You don't pick him for the North London derby. What other game are you going to pick him for? For a Carabao Cup? For a Car- uh, for a FA Cup? What's that going to tell him? The player. He'll leave. Oh, he'll you're leave. If that's the case, he'll exactly. leave. He can't, he can't go second. He can't be the second in the league the year before to come to being second. Now, you no. didn't lose the league because of Ramsdale. No, no, no. Oh, hey, absolutely I mean? not. Like, and, you didn't lose yeah. the league title. Because of Ramsdale, exactly. So unless that, I can't think of anything else why Raya would come in. I understand he wants to have two quality players in each each position, but 
you end up messing up with the team, especially for a goalkeeping yeah. role, because you can have two quality left-backs, two quality strikers, you know, like they'll push each other. And same for a goalkeeper, I guess, but then where do you find the balance? Because for a striker, you can bring him on for half an hour to go, 45 yeah. minutes, second He'll half. You, know what I mean? you can always yeah. give him enough games, you can give enough minutes to keep the player happy, to be like, uh, what is it, Jesus and Enketia. Enketia was fairly happy last year because he got 20 minutes here and 15 minutes there, and he knew he was second. But for a goalkeeper, you play one game, you're not going to play... It's not sorry if you don't start this game. Very high chance you are not playing unless That's, there's an injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then you start to lose momentum and self doubt kicks in and so on and so forth. And before you know it, you're like, Do you know what, I want to go somewhere. And he'll probably go on loan. I've got a feeling come January if he's not playing, he'll he'll ask for a loan move because he'll want to try and boost his chances of making it into the Euros. And knowing Gareth, he only picks players he has picked before, whether they played or not. And young players who are playing or not playing, he doesn't pick. No, and uh, and that that's that's a fair point, and because like you said, you know, I tell him must have like you know balls of steel to like do this, and then the North North London derby puts on Ramsdale, you yeah. know, that, that's that's some major balls of steel because the first thing I'd be afraid of is like you know what I'll put Ramsdale on, but what if we lose this game and the keeper makes one mistake, even half a mistake, it just it's gonna look totally totally wrong and that that's the risk that he's running now and like that's what i mean with the balls of steel that he must have nerves of steel forget the balls of steel, nerves of steel because now he's yeah. like shit do i put him on do i not put him on his decision making must be on point you know with with him and the coaches because again head drops we saw a couple of shots of ramsdale uh, through, throughout the match uh, last night again it's not like he wasn't happy it's not like he was frowning or anything like that but you could tell that he's thinking damn that should be me out there and i cannot cannot blame him because he has been I, I don't want to use this word because it sounds wrong, but he's been a great servant for us. You know, he has... Yeah, it's a short period of time, yeah. but he really has. It really he has. Really, and really become, has. For me, he's become like a cult hero for Arsenal as well because of just the way that he is, his attitude. Again, not taking anything away from Raya because he is a great keeper and I have no doubt that he's going to be incredible for us. But, you know, when you're displacing, when you're displacing a Ramsdale, for example, yeah, I mean, Ramsdale displaced Leno. Just similar sort of situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to compete, going to compete. Oh, shit, Leno's on the bench now. He's not coming back on. Yeah, now Leno's Leno. yeah. Leno <laughs> sold, didn't it? He? he sold for eight million or six million, whatever it was, to yeah, follow him. So, to follow him. So, um, okay, look, I don't, I don't want to keep it too long because we won. Um, I just wanted to say the the, the, the no, feelings. but that was the main talking point. Yeah, really, it was. Wasn't it? It really was. being dropped was a really big talking point. So, I think it's nice that we touched on it and got your opinion on. Because everything else, everything else, when you look at the lineup, the lineup is exactly. There's no difference in in the lineup from what I what from what I was expecting. Jesus started. Obviously, Martinelli was uh, dropped. I don't think. I think he had like a did bit of a niggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bit of a niggle. Everton. Then he came off for Trossard right. against Everton. Trossard just you know what a player by the way. Like I, I, I'm you know I'm praising Julian Alvarez, but Trossard, wow. Every time he comes on, every time there's something wrong with Martinelli, he comes on and he does something, either an assist or a goal. It's Trossard and he does it for you. And do you know what? I'm so glad that we never went for much. <laughs> I know, right? So it seems glad. like a blessing in disguise that you ended up getting a, a much better player with Premier League experience. With experience, yeah. For it goes eight, to show. 20 million, I think you got 25 million for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was something. like 22 or 23 million or something like that. Peanuts in this phrase now. Nothing. Look, you got your three points away at Everton, scored again yesterday. He's getting plenty of goals, plenty, plenty of assists. Now, plenty. Trossard is a quality player. Because I know we discussed Trossard on the last podcast, and uh, oh well, you know he's dropped him, and you know why is Nathan playing him? And look, I feel like I feel like for the way that the players are acting, 
it feels like that they uh, they're having this conversation with with Arteta, you know, in the in the dressing room beforehand or during during the training sessions. It's like, look, guys, everyone's valuable to me. We're going to move everyone around, and this is the way that it works. And if if that's the case, and the players are happy with it, then brilliant. It's you know, it's fantastic to say. Um, but yeah, like going back to the lineup. Yeah, just Rice, what another great player. Absolutely incredible. So smooth on the ball, tackling wise. He he just doesn't seem like he's got a mistake in him. And I love it. I love to see it. So is good old Rice in your worth 105 million in your opinion? So far, so far, he's worth every single, (laughs) every single grain of it. Do you know what I mean? Get me. Love it. Oh, I got you. I hope the uh, the listeners got you. No, they got me. So so we've got white rice and uh, (laughs) probably just missing brown rice now. But, uh, and obviously, and the other player that I wanted to to shout out to as well was Havertz because I know it seems like he didn't do anything, but honestly, I watched the match and his movements were incredible because he was confusing players. Now, I don't know if he did that on purpose or he was just confusing himself as well. I don't know. Nah, let's give him credit. Let's give him well, credit. He it, yeah. I think he knows how to do that. He I think he's very good at finding those little pockets right. and those little bits of space where if I get picked up, frees up the space for somebody behind me or did. somewhere else. That's exactly what happened. And that's it, yeah. So and I think maybe that's one of the reasons I to brought him in as well. Jack a little Rob. bit of different. Yeah, Jack of all more mobile than Mobile than Jack after your teeth in. Yeah, trying to. The dentures. The dentures. But uh, yeah, so that obviously that Jacker role, he's he's picked that up perfectly, and uh, obviously that midfield parties out doesn't even matter. Like it, it's it, he hasn't been missed because of the the level of midfield that you know the, the way that they're working together. Um, but yeah, I was honestly just happy, very very happy to see that to see the scoreline. Um, I know, obviously, I think I predicted that we would win anyway, but I didn't think. This would be the score. Didn't, to not to that level. I think you went two nil. Well, no, I think I've got it here. You went two nil. Two nil, yeah. So after that, a one nil, right. quick two nil. But yeah, I think what was it? Four nil to finish off with? Because I'm going to say left. Yeah, I think last nil. time I heard it was like three nil Arsenal. Like, I, I think I, I think I tuned I tuned out after like you know after the the third goal went in, but obviously still watching it in the background. So and yeah, I mean we've got three players to come back from injury at some point. Like we've got Timber Party and Martin like to come back as well. So you know these are. Pfft, Great additions, great additions to the bench, great additions to the team. And even the players that came on, like a Nelson and a Smith Rowe and a Vieira, they did something. Tommy Asu, mm-hmm. I don't need to mention anything about Tommy Asu because, again, another yeah. incredible yeah. Uh, purchase. Yeah. But the rest of them that came on, you know, did really well. Jorginho, again, came, didn't, he only made a small cameo, so you can't really say much about him. But he, he did his thing. You know, and I think all around moving with the ball all these around, players that you've mentioned, bro, as well, I think, uh, sorry to interrupt you, it was just very quickly, we've got to credit Arteta and Edu identifying these players and the qualities that exactly that you need the right character to have within the dressing room because there's one thing picking the a player to fit the jigsaw puzzle in the starting 11 but what kind of character are with are they within the dressing room whether around the training ground etc how are they going to fit in with the rest of the lives the banter the humor the the the, the work ethic the communication etc you know like are they going to buy into the whole system and so far he's big players who have Tommy S who came from the Italian league fitted straight in Declan Rice obviously ex- Premier League experience yeah. not ex sorry Premier League experience huge price tag fitted straight in because of your banter laughed it off etc and you know Havertz as well Havertz is fitting in okay he's not scoring goals but then no. again you, I don't think you've brought him to score goals no I don't you've think so you've got four goal scorers already in your yeah. team in terms yeah. of Odegaard Saka Jesus or Enketia whichever one you're, yeah. he's playing Both at top and then Martinelli and Trossard so That's out of those ones He's more there to make runs, confuse players, as you mentioned. And now when you think about it, I think that's pretty much what he's been brought in for. If 
two players get injured at front, Enketia and Jesus. He can't play up top. He played it for Chelsea. Yeah. He did it in the Champions League. He did it in the league. He scored plenty of goals. Okay, we wanted more, but he scored enough goals. Yeah. And I think he can do that as well for you guys. So, I th- honestly, I give credit to Arteta. A lot of credit to Arteta. Ben White, when everybody thought this 50 million, 50 million, million bag of shit, what's was going on? Yeah, of course. But you will. Even for me now, we're trashing Mudrick and we're trashing Enzo or Caicedo. But if they turn amazing and so on, I'll put my hand up as well. Be like, listen, I was completely wrong, bro. You are a baller. But yeah. for the time being, I'm going to judge you with what I see. What you see, and yeah, you did yeah. the same thing. What you saw wasn't great, but he saw that, moved him to right back, one of the best in the country. Yeah, yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. Credit, credit to Arteta. It, credit to Arteta. It, it really is. It really is uh, credit to him because, like you said, yeah, all the reasons above, and I can't really add any more to that because we've, it's been discussed the, the way that he does things. Obviously, he's got his own flaws where he overthinks things. He'll change, like put party right back, and I'm thinking, why? Why is this? Why are you doing this? But anyway, he did it. He experimented with it. It didn't obviously. He didn't like it, and he moved it back up. So, yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think. I don't think the decisions that they've made. I don't think the decisions that they've made. Sorry, the decisions that they've made have panned out. That's what I'm trying to say. Not. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah absolutely. Yeah, no, no, no. So they panned out, and again, you know, players like Saka getting a goal, getting an assist, Odegaard, like you said. Oh, just such a beautiful player to watch. He really is the way that he beautiful turned. in his play or his appearance. Because he's such a beautiful player. All of it, he's just all round all of it, all appearance, of it, blonde, skill, the blonde Norwegian look, the blonde. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it's the great. Teeth, it is. The, the teeth are the incredible. Skin. Yeah. It's the jawline for me. It's the jawline. He's, for me. he's, he's it a very good looking boy. I wouldn't mind his hair. But it's jawline that I do admire a little bit. So anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to add any more to, to Arsenal because you know, let's just let's just carry on. It's going to be a long season in Champions League in every competition. We're going to be here to discuss it all. But uh, before we do leave, obviously, Actually, before you go, yes, before go. you go. So all I wanted to say on the Champions League one in terms of the group for you guys is uh, you've got Seville, and I think they're the only ones who may give you a game, especially Seville away, where the atmosphere, the host. Hostile, I use this word carefully, but you know the crowd is much louder. The quality is there for Seville. They used to win in the Europa yes. League year after year, barring one, I think, when Chelsea won it, and the only time was back to Seville, 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 Seville every other time after. Uh, the so, team yeah, so running I think that with. would be a yeah. test as well. I think that would be a proper test against you guys because they like to play some attacking football. Maybe they've changed this season and I haven't watched them. Maybe I'm chatting a lot of BS for this, but previously they were playing attacking football. They were putting numbers in the box because that's something that where I think you guys are going to get tested. If they put a lot of players in the box, then what do you do? Because your Saka's not really tracking back. Your Odegaard is putting the pressure up top, but he's not really tracking back. Is it Declan Rice and your back four enough? And that, again, wait to see and see what Arteta, what answers Arteta comes up with. I, I, I agree. I mean, obviously with Sevilla, we've had, we've had a few run-ins, so... I, I, do you know what? I'm looking at the group and there's one thing that sort of still hasn't hit the heights of watching Champions League match for me. It's because when you look at our group, PSV and Sevilla, these are teams that we faced in the Europa League in the last two seasons. PSV <laughs> were the three team that Champions beat League this year. All three of us in Champions League and, and was it Long? Is it Lons? Lens, Lons, Lons? Lens? I don't know. Whatever it is, tell us how it's, how it's pronounced. Lens, L-E-N-S. No, Lens, but I, I think, think it's, it's French in it, so I think it's Lens. Oh, you're going for the French? Oh, my bad. I didn't know you were being, you, I didn't know you were like, catering to our French audience. Yes, like my friend. Nantes, like Nantes is Nantes, isn't it? Like, Nantes, yeah. yeah. To be fair, can we just say what it is? Can we just read it phonetically? Lens. Yes, it's Lens. It's Lens. Lens. We've got um, yeah. So so the, obviously these are teams that you know, kind of Euro- Europa League caliber, but 
let's just see what happens. Again, I'm not complaining. If we if we smash the to group be, and we win every single game, I'm not complaining. Who's complaining? So, exactly. You made it. To be fair, I really? didn't even realize that. But looking at this group, this is yes. literally a Europa League. It's group. a Europa League group. That's what it is. Then that's why, as much as I was excited about watching the Champions League, but then I look at the team at PSV, I'm like. Why is this on a Wednesday? I can just hear the Europa League, you know, oh, 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 oh. I hate that. Yeah. Do not want to hear that again. I've muted that on my mind. All right, stop it right now. Delete that. Liverpool fans, something Cut to that. look forward to. Oh, yeah. Well, that's where I heard it recently. That's why I reminded myself because I was watching the Liverpool, bit of Liverpool match, which uh, quickly touch on with, you know, these guys with Liverpool, real quick, by the way, because I'm here now. Just why do they decide to just concede goals early and then make it difficult they for make themselves? It difficult, I know. Why? Anyway, um, Arsenal's group. If we win that group, I'd be more than happy. And then obviously we'll wait and see what the uh, you know who who else we've got in the next round. I don't even know what what that. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what the next round predictions would be. To be fair, so. Um, but yeah, I've got nothing else to add on the Champions League, my guy. If you've got anything else to add on the Champions League, no, no, I think uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> I just commented on other teams, bro. Yeah, I did it. Given my, uh, given my professional years. opinion and breaking it down, I've done it for six years. So come on now, you know, no, that's it it. it's fine. I can, it do, I can do it for a year. So, well, yeah, that's it. Um, um, obviously, we'll we'll get into the weekend prediction, but before we do that, we've obviously we've got F one uh, coming up in Japan from tomorrow till the Sunday. Um, do we have? a quick prediction on one, two, three. I Not think even signs. Win. I think signs will win. I've got a feeling there. I'm really reading a lot into this conspiracy mm-hmm. about Red Bull of the whole thing of how they're doing it and how they seem to drop off. I think there was an investigation pending. They got whiff of it. So all of a sudden didn't now Larry, they've turned terrible. Didn't Larry say this? Didn't Larry say this from for a, from like a while ago? From the beginning pretty, of time. I'm this pretty year, sure yeah. I've said something along those lines. You said no, no. We agreed. We we both like well, not we. You said it because you watch F1 more than I. But yeah, I kind of agreed with there's you. There's something going thinking, on. There's, there's something going fishy on. Yeah, going yeah, on because yeah. how can you have a car two seconds faster than everybody else, or a second faster, even a like second? Yeah, like it's incredible. Like, yeah. like how has it gone so quick? And all of a sudden now it's like it's middle middle like. It's it's a yeah. Chelsea. It's you know, it really it's is literally a Chelsea. Yeah. Like yeah. you were winning the whole th- everything, and then all of a sudden now an invest. I, I genuinely think there's an investigation pending, but we'll wait and see what happens because it's not just Red Bull, is it? It's Alpha Tauri as well. Yeah, it's it's a whole company. It's a whole company. Yeah, whole family. So I'm I'll be happy with that, and I'll be there waiting for that to happen. Um, I'll be there. Like genuinely, I will. I'll be the first guy in the picket line. Be like, "Yep, I knew this was going to happen." Because come on now, and and adding to that, when you actually think about the Singapore Grand Prix that just happened, you know, okay, fair enough. It's not the, the track is not max specific because the car. Okay, but hang on a minute, just two seconds. We had the Saudi Arabia Street Street race. Who won that? Red Bull won that. Checo won it. Monaco, I think Checo won that as well. Or was it Max yeah. this time? Checo, I think it was. They won street races. Baku, Red Bull, yeah, Red yeah, Bull yeah. won street races. Oh, and by the way, Baku has got 90 degree corners, which funnily enough, Singapore have as well. How did you not struggle in Baku, but you struggle in Singapore? Humidity. Something, mm. something what is going on? So humidity, but why is why is the Ferraris all of a sudden a lot faster? Shouldn't it affect their their engine as well, humidity? So there's just little things, you know, if okay. Singapore for my, why didn't Checo do it then why didn't Checo go, get up there just to prove like you know the Red Bulls are still good enough in any track it couldn't because of whatever reason and we'll have to wait in Japan I, genu- I think I think Red Bull will win in Japan as well I think Sainz is going to put up a very good fight um, I can't see Leclerc doing anything but for me it's going to be Max Sainz and and I'm going to put I'm going to put Hamilton in there because the Mercs I'm, really I'm picked go up. the other way. I, can't, I don't think Red Bull are going to be showing any oh, signs it. of it. I love think it. I've got to read. I think again they're going to. I'm not feeding into the conspiracy, but 
I kind of am. Music to my he's, ears. Uh, love it. Is, I genuinely think signs again up for the top because he got a taste for winning, hopefully for right, unless the team fuck him up. But otherwise I see signs. Uh, and I th- similar signs, Lando and uh, maybe the other kid. Uh, what's his name? Russell. Yeah, Russell. I, I think, think it'll be I feel, again, Russell up there. I hope Hamilton. I'd like yeah. to see Hamilton on there, but since he uh, he's become a meme for this week of going for a gap and the whole Latin Center, if you no longer go for a gap and they see Singapore and they kind of put the square actually where he crashed was yeah, a gap and yeah, so on. Yeah, you've yeah. seen those memes. Did you see the did you see the one with Google Maps where literally it says this is Russell's favorite wall and it's like the proper map of where the track usually goes. Oh, really? It's that turn off and it says uh, uh, Russell's favorite wall. It's honestly, I was it was incredible. It was so yeah. funny because... See what I mean? He's just become so a meme. Sad. He's become so a meme. Sad. And really he needs is. to prove himself now. Because all he ever said when he was at Williams is like, if I was in a proper car, this yeah. you are in a proper car now, bro. Like, let's do Pressure something. got to him. Pressure got to him because like, because he, I don't think he knew how to pass Lando, to be fair. He was on the radio like, oh, you know, slowing him down. This is what science is doing and blah, blah, blah. It's like, mate, you need to you need to step up your game. Run like, your own race yeah. and get on it. Exactly. If, you, if, you, if you're a team player, then give your, give your teammate a toe, for example. Give Hamilton a toe behind, send him through. But no, yeah. you decide to crash into a wall so yeah um yeah fair enough I, I, music to my ears red bull not winning i love it I, again i'll no, be there to watch it all i really hope they don't what <laughs> well, time is that on that's that'll be early on one um, that, be like around six seven a.m i'm gonna check right now i think it's in let's have a look because it's um, um here we go sorry guys just gonna check it out a little uh, you know what i'm talking about i'm gonna put this voice out as well uh, <laughs> no <laughs> no more of that voice but uh i think while you quickly uh, check yeah, go for it go for it i've just heard a on the door you and, do what you need uh, to do. They've clearly got the wrong part for the wrong house. So two minutes. Yeah, uh, ble- yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, be careful, bro. Advert. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> and whilst Ricky goes away to answer the door and to find out what kind of mystery lies behind it, we wait, looking at the plants. Got three leaves on the wall, and yes, it's incredible. Oh wow. And uh, we are back. Rick is back. He's safe. Uh, nothing happened to him, luckily and thankfully. They so, clearly got the wrong house. Cause clearly. As clearly. I looked, they, they had gone. And obviously, no point me opening the door and be like, you are right, mate, can I help? Yeah, you can't definitely <laughs> open the door. No, definitely don't do that. Um, going back to your question, by the way, the first practice is at half past three this morning, uh, well, tomorrow morning, and then at seven o'clock in the morning. And the race itself on Sunday at 6 a.m. So I'll be up watching that. Maybe maybe not the FP ones because... <laughs> Come on, I've got to sleep. Got to sleep, and I've got work. So, um, but there you go. Uh, right, okay. Should we do some predictions for the weekend? Uh, for the it, weekend before we go, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. I've written them all down. It. I'm going to read them out. You give me your it. predictions. Let's do it. Ready? We'll do, do one it. each. So you do one. I'll do one. So that that way maybe influences each other's decision. All right. Let me right, find. Let me, the, let me get the fixture. Well, there's a lot of games at three o'clock, but yeah, let's go. Palace Fulham. What are you thinking? Palace Fulham. Oh, I'm going to go with a Fulham win on that. I'm afraid. Um, Come on, give me a score. I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go with a two-one Fulham on that one. Close Sweet. game. Two-one Fulham, but close game. I saw it differently. I went three-one. Uh, two-one Fulham or two-one Palace. Two-one Fulham. Two-one so Fulham. Yeah. Apologies. Apologies. I went the other way. I've gone three-one Palace. Three, eight. That's not bad. I mean, I'm, I'm again not really a surprising result if it happens. So, but I think yeah, Fulham are doing quite well right now. So. Right, uh, Luton versus Wolves. Luton Wolves, you go first on me that first. One. I went one nil Wolves. One nil Wolves. Can't yeah. see Luton winning again. Uh, do you know what it is? I can see a one one. I can see a draw one on that one. one. Yeah, they're probably the, the best, best point they get. Yeah, that'll be the best result that they'll have in the Premier League, and then unfortunately yeah. they're going to go back down. So, yeah. Uh, City Forest. 
City Forest, uh, oh, that's bearing in mind. I think last year was like six one, six two. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be another. It's going to be another annihilation. I'm going to go just play it safe, four nil. Just a four nil on that one. Just I went six two City. Wow, wow. I think that's for us to get two goals. <laughs> I'm going to give them two goals. I think. Yeah, I think they'll score two. The boy yeah. up top. They've got Callum Hunter and Doy who scored. Uh, the, the weekend so you know maybe on the counter they'll score a couple of goals but when City start ticking yeah. I can see six goals and what I love about City as well is not like they've got three goals so they're like oh let's play a bit of ticket tack and just oh, no. save our energy for next week or midweek now let's just see how many we can score overkill is the word exactly. we're looking for next one Brentford Everton <laughs> Everton against with oh, sorry you've gone 1-1 one, one. I went 1-1 one, one. what really yeah Ooh. I've got a feeling they're just going to sit back and try to get another another point Oh, no, I'm going to go you with know, the Everton team. loss. Everton lost on. on that one. That's going to be a 2 0 that one, I'm afraid. Two I nil. don't see Love anything it. happening from Everton. No, I really don't. Uh, Burnley United. Burnley Me. United. I'm going to go uh, with. I'll be honest. Then. I'm sorry, I'm going to go with probably this is going to be United's win. So I'm going to go with a uh, maybe like a 3 1 on that one. 3 1 United. 3 1 United. 1 3. I went 2 1 Burnley. Very good, very good. Hey, I, I I want to see that happen. I really, I do. really hope mine comes true. Yours doesn't. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> Forget now, mine. Now the Sunday ones are a bit <sighs> tougher for me to predict. I haven't predicted any other Sunday okay, ones leave, already. Leave the top one. Leave the top one. Leave the first two o'clock. Let's leave. Until let's the end. leave the. Yeah, let's let's start the two, from bottom to top. Let's do bottom to top. Let's do bottom to top. Let's do it. Sheffield Newcastle. So that's at half past four. Sheffield Newcastle. I'm gonna go with. Do you know what? I'm gonna go with Newcastle win. Um, like a. Like a 2-1 Newcastle. 2-1. 2-1 Newcastle. I think it's going to be a bit more than that. I'm going to go for a 3-1. I'm going to go 3-1 Newcastle. Okay. okay. I can see that happening as well. I can see Isaac, Callum yeah. Wilson, Almiron, etc. Liverpool, Hammers? Uh, Liverpool, Hammers. I'm going to go with 3-2 Liverpool. Um, I say that because, you know, Liverpool are going to concede first. Yeah. They're going to come back. They'll probably get another cheeky goal against them and then they'll win the game. So. Well, it's at Anfield, so yeah, I can see them winning as well. I think I can see them winning. I can see them scoring three as well. So I'm, but at this time, I don't think they're going to concede. Van Dijk should be back and so on because from his suspension. So I think 3-1. 3-1 Liverpool. 3-1, okay. okay. I'll, I'll go with uh, go Brighton-Bournemouth. Chelsea, go Brighton-Bournemouth. Uh, um, that's a Brighton win. South Coast one. Derby. That's a Brighton win. At Brighton. Yeah. I'd, you know what? I'd even say like a four nil Brighton or something. To be honest with you, four but I'm not going to say guy. it. I'm going to say four two oh, Brighton. Four two. All right. Okay. <laughs> Always keep you guessing, bro. Always keep you on your toes. Oh, well, I put the zero down. You just <laughs> good job. I don't suffer tip from X. OCD or autism or anything. I'm like fucking hell. We need tipex. That's what we need. Uh, yeah, tipex. We got any of that tipex? Oh, miss made a mistake. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go two two, bro. Two two. Wow. Okay. All right. That's a ball. I think it's going to be two one. two. Is this is this your wild card for the weekend? This is my wild card for the weekend. Yeah, I can okay. see Brighton draw two two, and then let's do my team before your team. Chelsea okay. Villa. Chelsea Come Villa. On, you go first. This is going to be my wild card for the weekend, and I think it's going to be a Villa win. And I'm Prick. thinking maybe like a one nil Villa. Uh, um, sorry, wait. It's Unai Emery team, so they're going to concede. Probably safe to say like a. Do you know what? Go one one on that one going to go 1-1 one, one on that one so you is Villa win is 1-1 one, one, yeah? yeah my bad yeah so this no, is a I'm Michael Owen yeah, yeah, prediction I'm, I'm telling with, you right now yeah. I'm going to go with <laughs> the them all scoring goals and it's going to be 0-0 that's what's going to happen so I think we're going to score goals in this one 
Oh, wow. I think Villa are going to actually attack us and going to leave space. And that's when we are at our strongest, is when we're playing against teams that leave space behind for our fast plays to exploit and run into. And I think Unai Emery is trying to do this high-pressing team. If we can initially beat that first press, which I can see us doing, I've got a funny feeling we'll score goals. So for this one, I'm going to go 3-1 Chelsea. If you don't start with Mudrick, I'll be honest with you, I think you've got a very good chance of winning. But if you start with Mudrick, that guy's going to get lost. <laughs> but then who else is right going to play? That's the only thing I've got. Like, There's nobody else. So if he starts with Mudrick, I just want to see, I hope he has listened to the podcast last yeah. last episode yeah. and he should knows do, the key points that like, he should do. Yeah. He, he's, it's on his, he's subscribed as well. So up, he should have the notification. I've seen it. So, yeah, if he does, to, to be fair, I think uh, he'll do all right, but he just needs to be stronger. If he's just that, Matty Cash is going to be all over him. Yeah, that's what Matty I mean. Cash would have seen what Max Ahrens did. He needs to be he needs to be much stronger. And like I said, add a bit more to his game. Don't just be so predictable. So for me, for that one, that's why I think uh, Enzo will play decent. I think Connor will maybe start as well, probably captain the team. Put Chilwell back in, will you? Please. Stick Chil- right, Chilwell back chilling. in. I mean, I say please, but and, for uh, Colwell, play, Colwell played really well as well. But like, you yeah. know, maybe give uh, Thiago, give somebody a rest. You know what I mean? And start with Ch- Colwell and Chilwell. Where's, uh, where's uh, Cucurella, by the way? <laughs> Cucurella, injured, I think. Oh, wow. I think okay. injured, yeah. Another I think one, picked up one Because he was going to go to Man United and then things fell through and I think they fell through because he was injured. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and obviously, obviously the biggest game of the weekend. Yes, yes. Arsenal Tottenham, uh, North Arsenal, London Derby Tottenham. at the Emirates. Should I go first and then give you please, a chance? Please, go first. This, yeah. And this is not because you said anything about my team. It is. It is. It really is. It really, really is. But uh, I've got a funny feeling that uh, it's going to be a draw. I think Spurs are going to kind of shut up shop, trying to do it, hit you on the counter with Son. With the key thing for this game is if you can shut down, is it Basuma, the midfielder, yeah, or is he injured? Did you say he's injured? If he's injured, then yeah, yeah I've got Arsenal. I've got Arsenal on three-one um, here. Actually, no. Uh, well, yeah, won't be playing. If he's injured, if he's not playing. 3-1. If he is playing, got a draw. Yeah, I think he is playing from what I can see. Yeah, I don't think he's injured anymore. I think he's he checking quick, quick uh, yeah, FPL to see if he pops up with a with <laughs> that's a that's exclamation a point to be like whether he's played or not. And flash scores, by the way, you can sponsor us at any point. Uh, we don't mind. But uh, yeah, so I think I think for that game, you're going for a draw. I, I can see that. If he's that playing, strong. that's the only if he's playing because he seems to beat the press in the midfield uh, and he's very good at it. I don't know how he does it. He's quick, dropped the shoulder. He seems to have a bit of trickery if he can get past Declan Rice and running at your defenders then Son Richarlison uh, Kulisevsky they're all running they're all moving forward so yeah I can see that becoming a draw Mark, if he's not playing yeah, yeah. then I've got 3-1 Arsenal that's that's wow again so I've got 2-2 two, two or 3-1 I mean, so the thing is I want to put a bracket on mine and obviously we'll know why so I've got to go 2-2 two, two or 3-1 Arsenal um I mean, looking at that, and obviously, I'll be honest with you, I watched Tottenham play a couple of times. It's not like they are fantastic, because the Sheffield United game kind of proved it, to be fair, um, where it obviously took them to the very last minute to, to, to score the goals. So, uh, it's going to be it's gonna be a tough one. He's put them together uh, very nicely, but I still think we may be a little bit too strong for them, uh, to be honest with you. So, I'm going to go with an Arsenal win. Maybe I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with the 2 0 Arsenal. I don't. I, I say that. I say that. But at the same time, I, he's my uh, caveat. He's give my me caveat. a final. Give okay. me a final. I'm not writing anymore because it scribbles everywhere now. 2 0. 2 0 Arsenal. 2 0 Arsenal. Um, go on, let us know what, what, what made you go with that. I say that. And at the same time, thinking that Richarlison, I've talked that much shit about him that he's actually going to score against <laughs> us. So, But then again, last week, we actually, you know, we did talk shit about him. We actually talked quite nicely about him. So. 
there you and go. he scored. And he scored. But that was, you know, that was after. After, after yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he scored. He's, maybe, is he on the mend? Is he mentally getting mended and getting stronger? Possibly, possibly. Fighting um, those demons, so... So it's uh, look. It's gonna. It's not gonna be an easy game by any means. By any means, two um, 0 I think, and two 0 I think we're gonna probably be clinching as well. To be fair, like you know, a little bit edge of the seats so, sort of stuff. Like ah, maybe score another goal. Well, it's, it's effectively like a proper test now, isn't it? Really? A proper test. Okay, yeah. Man United was a proper test, but we saw Man United leaking against Wolves. Really should have drew that game or yeah. lost that game because they should have had a penalty and so on. But Tottenham have been winning. Tottenham have, have been unbeaten, winning, yeah. I think. I think they're unbeaten. They are unbeaten, so yeah, This absolutely. is the first time, obviously, and you guys are unbeaten. So somebody's O has got to go. Well, unless you draw, of course. But uh, yeah, somebody's O has got to go. And I do think you will be stronger. I don't know why. I've just got a funny feeling if Basuma is playing, he seems to make Tottenham take in that midfield and he seems to get past that defender. He does basically what I said to you, Kante did for us. What yeah. the yeah. Lamps pads did. Like, you know, run from the midfield with the ball, go past the first man and then automatically you're against the defence. So yeah, if he does that, I've got a feeling they'll score goals. Uh, maybe the Ramsdale thing as well is playing in the mind. He might have some friends in there. Something. I've got a feeling for something. But if he is not playing, I can't see anybody else. I can't see a Skip doing it. I can't see a Saar doing it. I can't see Eric Dye coming into that midfield and doing anything. No, I don't think Eric Dye. If that's the case, then it'll be three one or three nil. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Uh, look, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Like you said, it's a proper test against a, a team who's actually been uh, who's been playing well and winning. So yes, this should be it really. And obviously, if we beat them, we go we go second. You know, as, as it stands at that as, at that moment. Yeah, yeah. Now it's we say it just, it just pisses you off when you say like, if we beat them, we go second it's, because City are so far ahead. It's you know, obviously, I know we're sitting two points behind them, but who's going to beat City? And again, that's a conversation for another podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Nottingham Forest can do it. I don't know, but maybe uh, like an all-time eleven, put a team of eleven against any City team without any City players, like all the best eleven players in the country against Man City. Yeah, I think that could probably win it that way, you know. I probably could win it. But then take Pep Guardiola as the manager. <laughs> in that team. Yeah, yeah, in that team, yeah. yeah. So we have to take him well, as well. Well, even Arteta, to be fair. Put Arteta in that team. I don't know. I don't think... Oh, Klopp. Put a Klopp in there. Yeah. Stick I, a Klopp in there. Klopp will do something. Arteta is not mentally strong enough yet to, to go up against Pep, and it's proven. Klopp has, Klopp's proved it. If Klopp Klopp's has the right players who is just full it. of energy, he's did it. TT's another manager who's proved it. He's got balls. did it a while ago, but obviously I think that was more like meh. Whatever, rather than yeah, quality play, it was like yeah. a fly on on a horse's like ass, a really. Wasn't it? Bus and let's yeah, see yeah. if we can kind of just counter attack quickly. Exactly. Like, oh, it's a sleeper bus. Yeah, watch out, don't crash. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, don't definitely not. Um, don't crash now. Look, you're at Chelsea. No, look, um, predictions. Obviously, we've done them for the weekend, and uh, let's see what happens. Let's genuinely see what happens. It's going to be some interesting games. Some uh, some sort of for Luton, for example, and Sheffield United. These are make or break games, really. I know it's still early, but. You know, if you go in five games and uh, five games without a win, yeah, that's absolutely. Well. Like, literally, the three teams have down. come up. You're right, aren't you? The three teams have come up. They're playing at home. You've got to get points at home. Can we get a mid-season? A can we get a mid-season demotion and a promotion? Uh, that'd be cool. That'd be all right because I'd that swap would... Luton for uh, whoever's top of the league. Whoever's there at the minute, yeah, yeah whoever it is. Norwich Leicester probably. Nor- <laughs> Norwich probably love that. Love <laughs> no, actually, that. do you know what? Wait, wait, if could... you're going for anything off the past, it probably is Norwich. I'm just gonna have a quickly. Just gonna have a quick look. Southampton or Leicester. I'm not 100%, but yeah, it's one of them. I will give you, without looking, right, which I probably probably already are anyway. No, I'm about to type you, it in. I will give you one guess of who it is, and I guarantee you will not get it. And uh, if you say it, I know you've looked. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, who did I say? Leicester, Southampton, Norwich. Obviously, I don't think it's Norwich. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with Leicester. Okay, so Leicester is at second. Uh, now I want to press enter. Wait. A point behind? Preston yes. North End. What the fuck? Preston. <laughs> but 
have you noticed Norwich are a fifth so you know well done to Preston North End bro like fucking hell I did not see that coming no I don't think anyone did to be honest I don't even think Preston saw that coming to be fair so yeah it's um, hmm. I don't even think they've got anyone worth looking at to be fair Congratulations to Preston North End sitting top of the league. Yeah. Okay, very early on, oh, very but still. Early, yeah. But there you go, Norwich is still Where, the where's, the, where's the mighty Borough? Uh, last. Wow. They're actually dead last right now, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, so it's... They were like, they were fighting, trying to get promotion mm-hmm. and playoffs mm-hmm. last year. What's going on? I think it's the case of, you know, non-investment and no help from Michael Carrick. But... There you go, Preston, top of the championship. Can you believe that? So I think it's going to be, I think Leicester are going to make it 100%. And I genuinely would put money on Norwich to make it as well. So Because they just, they just wow. know how to do it. They know how to pull it off. Um, but yeah, look, my guy, if you don't have anything else to add for the uh, for the predictions, else, we'll call it an end. Out. I know we're supposed to be, this is supposed to be the shorter one of the two podcasts, but it's, I don't know, whatever. What can we whatever. do? The Seven minutes flows. shorter than people the last are one. Driving, people are driving long journeys. Let's yeah. entertain them. Let's, Let's entertain them. Let's do it. On your journeys. That should be like the thing. Touch my guys. On your journeys. Do you know what I mean? Like a little tagline. Love it. Yeah. Um, on yeah, your journeys with Tashman guys. Love it. Sorry, Good. I don't know why I went be, like that. I tried to do the voice. You well. have to do the sensual voice because without yeah. sensual voice, it's just some Wait, other it's random be with the touch my guys. Whatever you're doing, touch my guys are there. We are there for this you. This is going to be like that Cat Williams, like when we he's tickling said, uh, your ears. Get me. Tickling your ears, but. <laughs> with a tash. Huh? Get okay. me. Yeah, I was going to make a. Do you remember the Cat Williams joke? Stop with your missus to slow songs do some gangster shit every day yeah, I'm hustling, you know, hustling. we can be everywhere we can be love everywhere it. on your journeys on your time relaxing whatever you do in touch yeah. my guys and ex- do you know what we couldn't say it better from- we won't be at your house though chilling that's not no, what he's certainly meaning not. No, no, that's I don't right. know where we'll be people at your live. speaker we're coming yeah, through your speaker I, yeah, I don't know where people live alright I'll be coming through your Alexa <laughs> I'll be coming on your Alexa. No, that she knows where right. you live. Yes, that doesn't sound right. I'll be coming on your Alexa. Definitely not right. Anyways, um, actually, that being said, thank you so much for listening, for bearing with us. We're going to go, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Stay alert. Stay alert.